Hey everyone, it's Erin and Corey and Kirsty, and this is the Angsty Book Society. sings it um do you want to move closer to the mic hi we're trying to have (laughs) conversations where it sounds like we're all in the same room it's i'm i'm in the room yeah not in the kitchen not in the kitchen down the hall i feel like it's usually me mumbling anyway so welcome to the angsty book society (laughs) (laughs) i'm Corey. i'm kirsty i'm erin and today we're going to talk about our book of the month which is Carry On by Rainbow Rowell. So excited. Very excited. I wanted to Much do this excited. one so bad. You guys all got a book, so I get a book now. <laughs> well, we pulled it out of a, a jar last time. Yeah. So we kept it pretty fair. We all were allowed to write, was it five books in a jar? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then we all drew a book. And then the one book came out first was the book we would do. And then we had two backup books that just in case this book didn't work out, and you couldn't get a copy at the library or whatever. We had uh, a plan. So, Erin, um, do you want to set us up with our our evening, our vibe oh, yes. here this evening? We are Give us the vibe. drinking some coffee with oat milk creamer. It's like a vanilla. It's Yummy. Good. It is the best. Highly yes. recommend. And our scent, we are smelling a King of L Fame candle that I got from... Shelf Love Crate, and it's by A Court of Candles. I Smells love it. like Cardin. It's sangria and ripe apples. It's got like a nice musk in the bottom there, yeah. too. It's lovely. It's that sangria mixing lovely. in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So the book, do we want to jump right in? Let's do it. Let's do All it. Right. Just Let's like make this happen. Yeah, it's like you got hot tub. To the swimming pool. Yes. Here we go. Real fast. <laughs> Good reads. <laughs> Review. Um, I think if I did that as an adult, though, I would hate everything. <laughs> like, as we a kid. We did that so much, though. It's so fun when it's you're a kid. It's still refreshing. Hot tub to the pool, refreshing. Pool to the hot tub? No, it takes eight hours for you to get in there. I but don't know. If you I go back to the hot time. tub after shocking yourself into just, like, terribleness. Isn't it like a thousand Let's times try better? It this summer. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it during the summer. <laughs> see if we hate it or not. Yeah. I don't know. We I used to do it during the or winter. Or we just go to the recplex and see. Let's go right yeah. now. Yeah. Immediately. Or immediately after this. We'll break yes. in and then why are you not no open? One will, Let's no go. one will be upset. It's Easter. Why are you not open? <laughs> <laughs> it's Easter. <laughs> by the way, it's Easter. Happy <laughs> <laughs> Easter. All right. So Carry On by Rainbow Rowell is Simon Snow number one. Um, it was originally, I think, a standalone, but it's getting a sequel now, which is really exciting. Um, Wayward Son. Super excited. Yes. She's only, she's doing a tour, but she's going to Chicago. Oh. You should take a trip. <laughs> I love Chicago. Yeah. Erin, do you love <laughs> Chicago? <laughs> I have mis- mixed feelings about we Chicago. We go to King Spa. We don't have to do anything having to do with hockey there. <laughs> oh, is that okay? That's the issue. It's a hockey. Thing. I understand. Um, okay, continue. Okay. Goodreads. Um, so Goodreads. It is as of the date of recording, which is April twenty first, twenty nineteen. This book has four point two three stars 
out of 136,464 ratings with 20,359 reviews. So that's Boom. pretty That's pretty good. 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 That's a very good read. It's a it's a good read good review. Read. <laughs> you get me. You got a lot of good reviews on good treats. I agree with all those people, but I would give it five. Okay, so I withheld my <clears throat> review on Goodreads because I didn't want people to know before the recording release of the podcast what, what is my it? opinion was. So I will probably wait until we release oh. this episode. I was just thinking about that when I finished it. And I was like, if I put my review out there, then people can go and find my Goodreads profile and they'll know before the episode comes out what I thought. <laughs> so so what do you think right now? I think people are stalking you and going yes. to your Goodreads profile. It's a problem. I know <laughs> they are. <laughs> I have proof. Um, no. Uh, so I definitely think that this book was like a four or four and a half for me. Cool. Out of five. Solid. Yeah, he gave it. A, I I did my Goodreads review this morning. All I did was give it stars, though. I didn't type anything up, but I gave it a four. All right. Yeah. With that said, let's I'm get still at a heavy five. A heavy, heavy five. Heavy yeah. Five. All right. Just a heavy. So you would give this like a like a definitely would be a rereadable. Yes. Like would give to other people would reread it all right so you're going on a crusade for this book yes Mine's i am okay that's one i give mm. books five stars yeah. yeah i just i read this book in like a lot of public spaces while i was reading <laughs> it and so like i feel like i don't get as invested into it or like yeah i was reading it there's been people at my house all week so i'm reading it while i'm sitting downstairs and there's people talking to me so screaming like i'm invested in it but it's also children running around kind of getting pulled out of it yeah. i have the same problem uh my husband bless his heart loves me very much and so he likes to talk to me and he is kind of I know this would probably drive a lot of people crazy but like it doesn't bother me that much but he definitely if he gets a thought he has to say it otherwise he loses it and forgets it so if he's in the middle of a thought and I'm reading it's easier for me to just pause and go back and reread something than it is for him to like try to like wait until the thought is more appropriate to share I guess and so he'll say something that he thinks I think is funny or he'll want to show me something or like clear out clear plans for like what we're doing with our time our week or whatever so I think I had a similar issue where there was just a lot of getting pulled out um because it's just a busy time right now we have two friends who are moving away and with the holiday and everything um do 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 um that is my inappropriate I can't help it it's okay so I apologize if I beep it's a <laughs> continuous glucose monitor <laughs> and it uh overrides my silence because it tells me how my life is going um do you need to fix things no okay it's fine it's just telling you it just tells me all right um that sound means you're doing great keep yeah. it up, keep it, up. <laughs> <laughs> it interrupts um, you to celebrate woo, like, wait time. stop what you're doing I have a Glenn thought <laughs> celebrate um, okay. I will say this is one book because reading it's really, really good. Um, but the person who does the audiobook as well is hilarious. Oh. Because I started with the audiobook. Um, both are amazing, but the way um, he creates kind of like Simon's attitude and the other characters is just like so funny. <laughs> so I would recommend reading and listening to the audiobook 
when you do an audiobook, do you read and listen at the same time or are you like a read or listen? It depends if I have the book like easily accessible. I'll like I'll read it, but if it's one of those things where I get the audiobook first or I get in the book second, I'll just go ahead and keep doing the audiobook unless I get the book in the middle and then I'll start reading the book. Do you ever so. do them like simultaneously though? Like like you're reading along with the audiobook. No. Okay. Yuck. No. Um. <laughs> well, I've heard that's really good for like uh, some readers say that they like doing that. I know a lot of people do. Yeah. That'd be distracting. Well, I'd stop doing one or the yeah. other. I'd stop paying attention to what I'm listening to or I'd stop reading. Yeah. I have never tried it, but I've heard some people talk about it. I know. A lot I of people sure. like doing it. I think it just, um, no, I'll usually like listen to audiobooks like if I'm driving, if I'm cleaning my house, that's when I do it a lot. Um, so I do clean Her house. Her house is really clean, by the way. Mine is not. It's very motivating. Um, but I'll do that and then I'll find where I'm at in the chapter and then I'll keep reading because audiobooks go slower and I don't like to read them like on their speed settings because then they sound weird. Oh, I freaking love the speed settings. I because it goes from, like, this person talking really slowly at you to, like, a normal conversation speed with just one little bump. And I, oh, it's the best because it's like having a friend tell you a story. I think they sound panicked. One time I, <laughs> but one maybe time it's the audiobooks I'm to listening to. And I didn't realize <laughs> that I hit it. Yeah. And my sister got in the car and was like, why is this so fast? It's, like, stressing me out. Turn it off. Yeah, <laughs> it, like, makes what? me stress <laughs> and out. And I looked at it and I was like. Oh, I did accidentally hit it. But like, then you have to go through all the settings. So then you got to yes. keep speeding it up to get back to the original. You have to hear it at so like, like times two. And then, <laughs> and then it's back to but talking like, at you really slowly. I didn't realize that yeah. it was, I have to speed up. Sometimes when I need to finish an audiobook, and I'm like, that. I need to finish it today. I'll just do like a, I'll hit it once. We're like, yeah, we're just cutting yeah. out like five seconds. But still. <laughs> I definitely, especially will speed it up if I'm like, in my driveway and I want to go inside my house but I want to get to a good stopping point in the <laughs> audiobook right. I'll speed it up so that I can then pause it put a bookmark in it and then resume it a little bit later that way I don't stop in the middle of like a scene and I'm like what is going on I'll just keep playing it as I walk in the door I'll just uh, yeah. like unplug I, it <laughs> I'll do that. if I um, want to finish a scene I'll, yeah, I'll just yeah. keep listening to it as I walk inside and then I'm like okay now I'll stop my husband yeah, it is ruins the mood if it goes too fast. I feel like so that's why I don't do that. <laughs> I mean, but I, I understand though. Sometimes when there's people in the house, they're like, yeah. I'm like, hold on. Mm-hmm. I'm listening thought. to something. <laughs> no, I think Glenn would 100 want to tell me something, and I would have to like go back and rewind. And yes, me and Andrew have completely lapsed at hours, so we usually don't run into each other. Yeah, at yeah. least coming in because he's probably in the basement or on the couch, and then. Then once I'm in the kitchen, then I can turn it off and then we can say hello. Yeah. Because the dogs get to me first, so. (laughs) The dogs get to her first. (laughs) Just, Mom, touch me. Feed me. Take me outside. Pet me. And then the cat comes and, pet me, feed me, take me outside. And then I can go see Andrew. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So those are like some pretty high reviews i think even of all of the books that we've done on this podcast so far we have reviewed almost all of them i have the highest yeah very highly but yeah this was a fun book it's so fun it was fun 
Like, I started reading it, and at first I was like, this book is weird, but I like it. And like, I kept yeah. reading it. Like, okay. <laughs> I, I, out of the three of us, I didn't really want to start it. I was like, we need a backup book, because I don't know if I'm going to like this. See, and I was like, Aaron's going to love this book. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The description, the first description I yeah. read, read just turned me off of it. I was like, if Aaron, I think this is a book Aaron will really like if she reads it, but I don't know <laughs> if any of the descriptions of it give it like justice to Aaron. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I just had to trust you guys on it because I was like, okay, fine. They're telling me I'm going to like this book. It. I just need to read it. I definitely think that the blurb, like the marketing blurb or whatever on the back cover, at least of the paperback version, that's what I read, doesn't really do the book justice. I bought this book several months ago. I think I was with you actually. And I bought it at a bookstore near a concert venue that we were going to that night. And I the the shelf card like one of the employees at the bookstore wrote a shelf card talking about why they recommended this book so I bought it based on the recommendation of the salesperson but then I got home and I read the back cover and I was like I don't know about this book <laughs> so I didn't pick it up for a really long time until uh Kirsty actually listened to the podcast or the audiobook and then we started talking about doing it for the podcast and I was like this is very fun I very much am having a good time. Yeah, the back makes it... I, I actually didn't read the back. So I actually discovered this book. Like, I already knew about it because you had it and you told me about it. Um, but I only started reading this because I was just trying to find any available audiobook because I didn't have anything to play in my car at the time and nothing was available. And I was looking at stuff and reading descriptions and playing samples and I wasn't getting, like, into anything, so I just saw this one, and I literally just borrowed it. I didn't even listen to it, because I was getting so, like, choosy and picky with things, so I just picked this one, and then, you know, it was magic. Magic? Magic. What? Well, and I think I tried to get Eleanor and Park, because people kept saying that was a good audiobook, but that one was super backed up with people um, putting holds on it. And then this just happened to be available by the same author. And I was like, I'll just get this. I don't know what it's about. That's weird because I tried to get the audiobook or the ebook. Yeah, and, and you told like me that. Weeks out. Like, I was like, no, we can't wait four weeks. I only we have just to record the available. podcast in four weeks. Yeah. So I literally had to go for the first time in apparently nine, ten years. <laughs> I had to get a physical book from Aaron the library. Went to the library. Phone found out from ten years ago I had a $4 charge. <laughs> oh no from what book was it it was some stupid broadway book it was from some <laughs> research report i did in college but yeah we're big supporters of the library we borrow a lot of books from the podcast <laughs> from you. the I'll library this whole part out. that's fine, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we're big supporters of the library we borrow a lot from the library um you should too you should too you absolutely should. support your local library and if you do buy a lot of books like if you get tired of them donate them to your local library Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, sell them to Kirsty. So, do we want to introduce our cast of characters? Yeah. Erin, you have a list? I do. Erin always and has I a always list. I introduce them, I so I feel... Don't know. <laughs> I mean... It's a pretty short cast. Or Erin has a big list, actually. No, we're actually. just going to go to, like, the main people. Yeah. And then, okay, yeah. And then just start with our big, our major players. Some ones that just pop in. And the major ones, is, yeah, there's one, two, three, four, five, like, six. 
All right. And everyone else is kind of minor. All right. So oh, should we tell them what this book is kind of about? Like, oh, like yeah. Oh. We didn't do the little <laughs> blurb. Right. You guys may have no oh. idea okay, what's so happening. Like <laughs> I said, I don't think that I have the paperback version. I don't think that the paperback version of the blurb does this book justice. No, this doesn't uh, say anything about what the book is about. It doesn't. It yeah. refers the back of this one. It just refers to. It what should about be the inside. inside. Yeah. Oh no! It is. Oh, this is a little bit more interesting. I didn't, re- <laughs> I didn't read this part. Erin has forgotten that inside well, the sleeve, the description is on her covers. It was talking about um, fangirl, how she didn't. Oh, I think that was in the author's note. Oh, oh so th- for those of you listening, fangirl is a book about this book, kind of. But it's another no- novel written by Rainbow Rowell. I awesome. have not read fangirl yet. <coughs> I have. I love it. Um, I think everybody should read it. So I read Carry On first on the recommendation of Curses. Yes. So, yeah, if you guys haven't read either of these books yet, um, I would read Carry On first because Fangirl, um, the main character in that story, is writing, um, like fanfic about Simon the like the Simon Snow series, which is I guess like Harry Potter. In their world, but they do refer to Harry Potter at some point. It's very meta. Yeah. So, but um, yeah. It's basically she's writing this fanfic. Carry on, or one of the fanfics is called Carry On that she's writing. So I would read Carry On first because she has some little jokes and stuff so in there I'll read what that relate. Inside yeah. of this says, or at least part of it. So, Carry On. Simon Snow is the worst chosen one who's ever been chosen. That's what his roommate Baz says. And Baz might be evil and a vampire and a complete git, but he's probably right. Half the time, Simon can't even make his wand work, and the other half, he sets something on fire. His mentor's avoiding him, his girlfriend broke up with him, and there's a magic-eating monster running around wearing Simon's face. Baz would be having a field day with all of this if he were here. It's their last year at Watford School of Magics, and Simon's infuriating nemesis didn't even bother to show up. Carry On is a ghost story, a love story, and a mystery. It has just as much kissing and talking as you'd expect from a Rainbow Rowl story, but far, far more monsters. Okay, that's kind of cool. I did not read that at all. Hearing it again <laughs> after having... Hearing it again after finishing the book, I definitely it think it does a good job of describing what the yeah. book's about. <laughs> but I don't know that it makes me. It would have. It didn't make me want to like grab it and read it. it. Yeah, yeah. It can't. I don't know. How do you like describe this book? It in sounds a paragraph? more like like casual and a little frilly on the back, where it doesn't go into like you can't tell how ridiculous and funny it'll be you just have to know you just it's gotta kind of, it's kind of a little bit a little funny it just sounds like i it just makes it sound like um simon is just kind of like is having this downfall life on him you know like, yeah like a, like a series of unfortunate events like yeah. he's just he's having a bad time and it's not necessarily like that happens but it's not necessarily about all that and I'm not super yeah. into vampire stories in general. They just don't draw me in. So I saw the word vampire and I was like, 
Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know how if I this feel is about for werewolves. me. <laughs> <laughs> I just I feel think about rain- yeah, Baltimore Yeah, Whatever. so yeah. they're just like very tropey, and they've been done a lot, so it's hard for me to get into them. But they are so well done, I think. Yeah, in this book, so that it's so good, so refreshing, and such a good time. So, uh, with that, let's introduce our major players. Go for it, Aaron. So, our main character. I just briefly spoke about him, <laughs> Simon Snow. He is an orphan. He is a magician, not a wizard. They're called magicians. He is the chosen one. Whatever that means. Whatever that means for him. Yeah. He is everything clumsy and naive and dumb that you would take out of Harry Potter. He's so whiny. Yeah, whiny (laughs) and just get rid of everything else about Harry Potter and just keep those traits, and that's Simon Snow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he has way too much power. He doesn't know what to do with. he does not know what to do with himself. But I like him, I think. (laughs) I I, I like him. (laughs) As I I was saying it, I was like, oh, I think I do. I think I I do. Ugh, he... I think he's such a ridiculous person, and he's he's like a golden retriever of a human. Yeah, <laughs> like that's how I would describe yeah, him. Yeah, he's like a a good golden retriever. Mm-hmm. It's just that Simon Snow because he just does what he feels, and he feels a lot, and he feels everything. So, I really love that they describe not only Simon's magic as kind of being like sloppy and unpredictable. But Simon himself <laughs> is just kind of sloppy and unpredictable. Yeah. And his his poor friend Penny, who we'll get to here in a second, is kind oh, of Penny. always trying to, like, fix him. But she's keeping it together. Yeah. I mean, I don't think she's him. fixing him. She's just kind of like, she's just accepting what's happening. Like, oh, that's just Simon. And she's just mm-hmm. picking up after him because there's one point of the book she's like and that's why I love you because he's a mess <laughs> <laughs> who else do we have Erin um, so next next is Penelope Penny Simon's BFF she is just like the Hermione of the, she's the, Hermione. Of the series yeah like she is super smart should be top of the class is not Yes. She has super smart parents with high expectations of her. She's got a little bit of like the Weasley vibes. And I'm not going to compare this entire book to Harry Potter. No. But there's definitely, so she comes from a big family. She's got like four or five siblings and then her two parents. And all of their names start with P, which gave me a very good giggle. Um, yeah, I only compare it to Harry Potter because I don't know if it was you or I read it online, but someone told me it was like a gay Harry Potter fanfic. I think I said much. that. Yeah, and then that's why I was totally like, "Well, I'm not reading that." I, book I told you that. that sounds horrible. I think that that's what the sub the subterranean books the recommendation card said on it. You guys, I think told it me said that, it was, was like, an LGBTQ Harry Potter this? fanfic. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just, like I, I just when I you put like, fanfic in the fanfic I've seen on the internet, bounce. It's like, no, I don't want to read that. <laughs> I was like, but it's a book and people really like it. And well, it's like, yeah, like, over five hundred pages. More than that. Right? Like, it has to be more than that. <laughs> there has to be more than that. So I just do running into the dark little, hallways and accidentally yeah. falling into their lips. The parts that like came, 
came <laughs> up um that kind of made me like ha ah, that's the spinoff of harry potter kind yeah. of thing those kind of made me laugh because i'd be like oh that's funny yeah it was just little thing. little flavors of harry potter and you'd be like that's silly yeah <laughs> like were, it's a different word they use like yeah. a different name like they're magicians instead of wizards stuff like that like simon is an orphan yeah but he's, like, way more tragic, and they don't right. really, like, go into his parents too much. I, it no. was just, it's, like, a similar feeling, but the it's a totally different world, and it doesn't feel anything like you're in the J.K. Rowling universe. Like, Rainbow Rowell has yeah, definitely created yeah. something very unique with its own voice and its own feeling, but it gives you that kind of, like, nostalgia <laughs> that you have. When you like first read a yeah. Harry Potter book, and you're yeah. like, I think this is a good example of something when you're like, if you like this, read this, yes. and it's not an exact copy of something, but it gives you the same feels as something else. Yes. Yeah. And it's well I don't, said. When you're on like Spotify and you want to like <laughs> put one song on a radio station because that song, but they give you a radio station based off that artist, and you're like, no, yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely not. Not that, that ain't it. <laughs> yeah, so that's Penelope. We like her a lot, her penny. Um, next is Baz, Simon's roommate. Who has the best name? I was gonna by say, the way. Alone, <laughs> you want to say his full name? I didn't write it down. Oh God. Basilton. Basilton. Basil. It, that's his middle name. It's like yes. Tyrannius or Tyrannius. It's uh, Tyrannius yeah. Basilton Grimpit. Yep. Pit. Best name. Pitch. Pitch. Best Ugh. Name. It is a mouthful. He is so Simon's arch enemy, his roommate, his turned boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is also a vampire and, and a magician. And a magician. He's both. And you kind of learn that the magicians are kind of racist towards other magical creatures. So, like, he can't tell anyone that he's a vampire yeah. or he would be cast out yeah. of the community. So, it's a secret. And Simon's whole life up to this moment was to prove that he was a vampire yes. and get him kicked <laughs> out of Watford. <laughs> and we love him. Which he's is silly because this Baz year doesn't is, matter. Yeah. So. No. Baz is... Kirstie told me I would like Baz. I did like Baz. Yeah. I just had to wait over 100 pages to finally meet yeah. him. <laughs> that, so that was annoying me. But I did enjoy him. I forgot how long it took to get to him because I was putting my little stickers in and I was like, oh, wait, we're still not there. I'm seriously like, I haven't met him yet. I'm supposed to when like When you get character. to him, though, it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think the payoff is worth it and you, like, you definitely see what Raul is doing. After you get to the end. But yeah, finally, yeah. when you get to Baz, you're like, okay, now I know where the book yes. is going. Yes. Or before, you're like, what's happening? Um, yeah, Baz is the top of the class, super smart. Yeah, he's from an old Good magician at all the languages. family, yeah. so he has deep roots. His mom was the previous headmaster or mistress. Yeah, which he's is tall. Cool. Yeah, he's tall. He's handsome. He got a badass mom figure he eats rats in the catacombs yeah which is not creepy at all no nope. he's fine it's, it's fine all right. he, <laughs> it. he respects them yeah 
Like the catacombs. <laughs> oh. <dead> people. <laughs> I thought she meant not really the rats. Like, I'm pretty sure he talked about tying their tails together and taking them. <laughs> not the rat kings. Let's not talk about that. And then we have Agatha. Yay. Agatha. I like her. No, I did not like no. Agatha. No. I, she's kind of a character that I love to hate because she was very real. Yeah. I don't know. Let's, let what did you write for Agatha? Simon's ex-girlfriend. Simon's ex-girlfriend. <laughs> That's all I wrote. <laughs> That's it. That's all you get. In the beginning of the book, they're dating, and then they sort, break up. Yeah, sort of. Kind of. But that was on Rocky the whole time. Yeah. So. Agatha, for me, is somebody who's grown up a privileged life and has just wanted to live a, like, simple, normal life, and everyone around her wouldn't let her. Yeah. And she finally rebels in the end. And yeah. it's my favorite part. <laughs> I love that her version of rebellion is, I'm going to live a normal life. Yeah. She basically... All she wanted was, yeah. Yeah, was that. But she wants the opposite of what Simon wants. Like, they're, the, they're each other's opposites, basically. Yeah. All right. Well, now that we know that our, our main our main cast of characters oh and the mage no no the, oh right I'm sorry I'm sorry I forgot about the, the mage drum. the mage and the humdrum and Eb and Eb well, and the minor ones yeah yeah, yeah more, a little more I would say so the mage yeah. is the headmaster he goes and finds Simon at the orphanage mm-hmm. he makes Simon his heir so that he can come to Watford and learn the magics. He tells Simon he's the chosen one and all that crap. And he's like his mentor. His real name is Davy. 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 At the beginning of the book, too, he's like trying to convince Simon <coughs> to leave. Uh, kind of right. like Dobby. Yeah. To Harry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't compare him to Dumbledore. Compare him to Dobby. <laughs> he is more of a Dobby than a Dumbledore. <laughs> a Dobby door. A Dobby door. <laughs> Slash the mage. Yeah, like in the beginning of the book, I think we're supposed to like him, but there was really something about him the whole time that made you me could tell he was a little sure weird. What I was gonna think about him until yeah, you kind of he's a character you kind of question his intentions the whole time. Oh, the whole yeah. time, the whole time. And the first like time you meet him, you're like something's wrong with him. <laughs> going you're off like, everywhere. Uh, it's Dumbledore book five and six. <laughs> like you don't even get the you one can't through four. Trust him. Uh, trust no one uh, he definitely gave me some very uncomfortable vibes and I kept waiting for something to happen that make would make me feel like okay this is why Simon and Penny trust him so much yeah. this is why Agatha is always encouraging Simon to go talk to the mage like there's more to the story here but there is more to the story there it's just not what I expected it to be which yeah. was a very refreshing. Mm-hmm. It was good. Thought they were going to prove me wrong, and they didn't. And some other crazy stuff happened. <laughs> Craziness. Crazy. So, yeah. and then our main villain is um, <coughs> the Humdrum, is what he's called. Yes. The funniest name. <laughs> yeah. Like, that kind of. The insidious that Humdrum. Kind of, like, was setting. <laughs> beginning i was just like um uh what is the village name what okay well i mean you're talking about a world where like the school is you have watford and the the weeping tower and the cloisters the cloisters (laughs) excuse me uh the wordplay in this book was great but the humdrum is definitely 
at first you're like, I don't understand. It made no sense. And there was that one sentence that someone said where they just yeah. said, they're talking about the magic holes. And it's like, oh, it's like an insidious humdrum in the magic community or whatever they say. And from that is where they just decided to name They're it like, that. It's like, that's, that's the name. Makes no that's sense. his name. Makes <laughs> no sense, but that's all we got. It just yeah. like made it into the headlines of the paper that weekend. And Yeah. The humdrum basically, um, no one else, I think, knows except for Simon and Penny um, that he, he looks, looks like, like yeah. yeah, like 10-year-old Simon, 5-year-old Simon, 11-year-old Simon. Close. <laughs> Baby Simon. Yeah, baby Simon. Little Simon with his red ball. I'm just bouncing it. Um, but he essentially sucks magic out of, like, sections of the universe and leaves them into, like, dead zones where magic, you, you can't, can't use, magic. use magic. Yeah. yeah. It's just a dead zone. So they're all horrified of him because he's just sucking out the magic. Or so they think. Yes, so they think. So they think. So they think. Yeah. Yeah, those are kind of the main ones. Then we've got, like, the side people that kind of have really <coughs> big roles in the plot. Yeah. Don't want to get into them till we announce the level five spoilers. Level five spoilers. <laughs> um, Insidious humdrum. Yeah. Do, do we want to do oh. kind of, like, what we how we did the last one? The one that never aired? <laughs> say, the things, say the things we liked. Yeah. And then what we didn't like. Let's do that. Instead of going through the whole plot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. yeah, yeah. I have, I wrote some stuff down in my Evernote mm-hmm. on my phone. Very fancy. Evernote. Um, and honestly, I don't have a lot that I didn't like. So there's, yeah, yeah. no, there's just something that I wanted more of. Okay, more making out. No. <laughs> the biggest. I wanted more spells because I thought they were okay. So all the words, like we were talking about the insidious. Curse gonna start. Hi, I'm starting. Uh, <laughs> Should we start with what we like first? Yeah, I was going to okay, say stuff okay. I liked. Okay. Uh, or at least I'm going to start with a thing I liked okay. about the entire book was just like the words she used for things. They're all very silly. And the way they use magic. So they use like phrases, like just everyday phrases, and they put specific emphasis on them to make them work so like you have spells like ollie ollie oxen free come out come out wherever you are um and it like simon like simon's looking for stuff so it sends all of his clothes like flying around his room and then he's like i don't feel like picking it up i'll do it in the morning and if you read about simon you know he doesn't he cleans his room like a like a human or a normal Corey, what did you like? <laughs> <laughs> um, everything. No, one of the things I really loved was the... <clears throat> sorry. Um, I'm fine. For those listening, I bumped Kirsty uh, very gently. Uh, so, one thing I really loved was seeing the... The... <laughs> <laughs> one thing I really loved was seeing the relationship... The difference between relationship with Simon and Agatha... And, like, the relationships that develop later on in the book. Um, with the first, like, there's, so the book separated into book one, two, three, and book four. Um, the first book, Baz is, like, nowhere to be found. So you're just mostly getting a lot of, like, Simon's perspective. Yeah. And a little bit of Penelope, a little bit of Agatha, and a little bit of the mage. With some other characters sprinkled in. The entire time, 
well, the first two chapters, Simon talks about how he's so excited to get back to Watford. But are we in level five spoiler land yet? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah, we've been We there. didn't announce that. For those listening, we're now in level five spoiler Anytime land. Anytime after we introduce the characters, it's basically like level five spoilers. I said something. Yeah. Okay. I just wasn't, I, I wasn't sure. Okay. Um, they know better now. Yeah. They if, should. If you haven't read this book, go, go read it. I'm sorry. <coughs> uh, so... Uh, one thing I really love was seeing the relationship at the beginning of the book between Simon and Agatha, and then the relationship that develops between Baz and Simon at the end of the book. With be- the first book um, of like the first hundred pages of, I think it's 180 pages. I think the first book in the actual novel, Simon is just everyone's freaking out about whether or not Agatha is cheating on him with Baz because the last time they saw Baz, she was with him, and everyone else is like kind of worried about that. The whole time, Simon is just complaining about Baz and talking about Baz and thinking about Baz. And he mentions Agatha, but he's really blaming everything on Baz. Mm-hmm. Right. But he's just constantly thinking about Baz. And I think I wrote down chapter 15 starts with he wakes up thinking about Baz. That's all he thinks about <laughs> is Baz. <laughs> like, um, here, chapter 16. Baz isn't at breakfast the next morning. That's the first line of so <laughs> many of the chapters in the first part of the book. And you'd think a guy who's got the hottest girlfriend in school or like Did. is having a, a like having a problem with her and like is gonna want to patch up their relationship. No. All he's doing is thinking about Baz the whole time. And I just thought it was really like cute kind of foreshadowing because at this point they hate each other and so you're reading it as this character who like despises this worst enemy that he can't stop. He despises him so much he can't stop thinking about him. Yeah, he's like, I can't sleep at night because he's out plotting somewhere, and I know it. <laughs> um, versus, and, like, later yeah. when they actually, like, end up developing this, this like, romantic relationship, and you're like, oh, now it all makes sense why Simon was always thinking about Baz. Always. Yes. Constantly. Always. What did you like, Erin? I mean, I like one of the things that you like. I liked all of it a lot, but one mm. thing I think you were right. I do really like Baz. <laughs> I like. <laughs> him, I mean, I like his character, but I yeah. like how he's got so many layers. Yeah. Like he has. Oh yeah. And like they go into detail about all of it. Like he's sec- a secret vampire, so they go on about all of that, and then he's got history with his mom dying, mm-hmm. his family, and I know everyone. All the characters really they go into why they are the way they are. They don't just talk about that character. Yeah. They talk about their family, their past, yeah. their present, whatever. All of them are like nicely developed. No, I really liked how thinking of this as a fanfic, how it turned out to be she really created like a new world, a new universe. Yeah. And there is like we mentioned the similarities to Harry Potter, but it's it's it didn't make me keep thinking, oh, this is Harry yeah. Potter. It was like, I was like, oh, it's like, I want oh, to go to this place. Yeah. It, yeah, it really Watford. does feel like its own thing. It's like, I would yeah. like, if I had the chance, I would like to go here. Yeah. I would like to go to Watford. I Meet Basil. Overall, enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. I think Baz does have, like, I love that he is, like, because um, he do- he's not, like, a big boastful person either. He's just a little, like... Um, he's just confidently himself. He's just not like yelling about himself all over the world, but he's a very comfortable person. And I think Simon's the same way though too. 
Well, because Simon's too busy yelling about Baz all over the world. Yeah, right. they're yeah. all just like, but pretty much they're all pretty unapologetically themselves. Um, even when like happenings do happen. Happenings happen. <laughs> happenings do happen. When the happenings do happen, um, like they kind of worry about it, like issues for a second, and they're like, "Uh, it's fine, whatever. We have bigger things to worry about." Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like all the situations. It's like Penny. It's Agatha. Agatha though is the only one who like dwells on things. Yeah, but she's very melodramatic. Oh yeah, she very. for sure. Um, but she's the only friends. like real character that dwells on stuff and doesn't just like everybody else is just kind of like this is who I am. I guess this is what I do. I guess this is what I like. Let's move on to bigger fish to fry. There's an insidious humdrum <laughs> floating about. We gotta yeah, we gotta we stop gotta him. <laughs> there was like so much great character development though, where even though this book is written in the first person, I was surprised like how well you do get to know the characters. And how unique they are. Like, you learn as you read. And I don't know if you guys picked up on this, but one mm-hmm. thing I picked up on Simon is an emotional eater. Yeah. And so, he's yeah. Hungry. when he's stressed or excited or like angry or something, he wants to eat. And so, he's always talking about like tearing into a Yorkshire pudding or yeah. um, eating all the sandwiches. And he, but there's very often this like food as medicine kind of like a mechanism that he falls back on. Which is not necessarily like a great behavior to have, but it does kind of build this more realistic, unique person. Like, okay, Simon is this kind of sloppy kid who tends to turn to food for comfort. Why does that make sense? Oh, he's an orphan. Well, and they were saying whenever he's home, he doesn't eat because he came back to school really skinny. But that you brought up another good point. When I started reading this, I thought... Somehow I missed something while I was reading it, or maybe there was another book before it, because they kind of throw all this, like, information at you of, like, all the years he's gone to school, and they kind of just throw out the inhideous humdrum and don't really, like, discuss it. Yeah, you just have to accept and you're it like, as fact. Oh, wait, this is all stuff that happened. We don't get to learn about that yet. And then, like, Rao kind of goes into that later. But yeah, when I first started reading it, I was like, oh no, wait, did I miss something? Did I read this wrong? Um, But they kind of break it down later, so it's not really about, like, every single little thing that's happened. It's just about this moment everything is built up to. But, um, no, it's it's good. Because she does, she kind of, like, sets um, all the pieces up, and then she kind of dives into them all as you read on and learn about them. But, yeah, you learn all their little... There are little quirks about them. Um. I don't know why I'm like totally blanking and trying to <laughs> think of what I want to talk about. I like the book a lot. I just yeah. There's just one thing I want to talk about that I didn't really like. Like I guess it's kind of more theory yeah, based. Yeah, you can go That's on really like it. stuff you didn't like. And I'm just go but I can't it. think of more stuff that I want to talk about that I did like because I did <laughs> like all of it. Well, do we want to talk about if we want to talk about good stuff? We can talk about chapter 67. <laughs> you love chapter 67. 67. It was when so sweet. Um, so this, well, I don't know. I don't know if sweet is like totally the right way to describe it. Oh, wait. But this is the chapter when Simon and Baz share their first kiss. I believe. I no, I thought that was before it. I thought 67 was later when they're having the conversation. Because uh, I looked see. back after you texted that. It was when they were having the conversation about wanting to... 
Hold on. Be together. Ugh, what have I done? Yeah, because it was, like, when he comes back. It was earlier when they have the first kiss in the woods. Oh, so chapter 67 is when they're just kind of, like, laying around at Baz's house and talking about, like, um, kind of how they feel about one another. And, um, this is, like, where you get to see the two of them, like, actually develop, like, a friendship relationship as well. So they kind of go from being, like sworn enemies to like truce makers to like all of a sudden yeah. romantic interests so this whole chapter 67 is like this really sweet chapter of Simon and, and Baz discovering that they do actually like each other as people mm-hmm. and I just thought the whole thing was really cute um, Baz I think confirms to Simon that he is a vampire and that he's been right the whole time well and he confirms that after they kiss for the first time yeah um but they have like a whole conversation yeah. about like, yeah, they have what like do you eat? Open do you have to eat regular food or do you just yeah. drink blood? And um, they have like this really nice, vulnerable time, yeah. like getting to know who they really are versus who they've <laughs> kind of built each other up to be. Yeah, because even when um, you first find out that Baz loves Simon, he still has, like, accepted the fact that they're going to destroy each other one day. Yeah, and they're not going to be together yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah, because he's like, Simon loves Agatha. Simon wants to kill me, but I love him, but I'm a vampire, but he'll kill me anyway, so that's fine. <laughs> and it was just kind of, like, resolute. But, um, yeah, they get, like, a new beginning, which is good. Plus, at yeah, the it's end, so sweet. Baz gives Simon his or shares his like leftovers <laughs> from Christmas dinner with him. Oh, I know. <laughs> Which, so cute. like, knowing that Simon does kind of like that's like his comfort, like how he finds comfort in yeah. like in food. It is kind of the sweet moment where they like share a meal together as like people on the same side. No truce mm-hmm. needed. Just genuine ugh, feels. I know and. Yeah, this part I put some tabs on because um, he's trying to explain that he was a terrible boyfriend to oh, Agatha. Yeah. And Baz is just trying to say, like, that's fine. Like, it's whatever. <laughs> and Simon's like, no, what I'm trying to say is I want to be your boyfriend, your terrible boyfriend. Oh, um, my heart. So, yeah. <laughs> no, Super so cute. cute. So cute. So cute. Yeah, and I think uh, the first time they kissed, Simon's just like, oh, I just felt like that golden retriever thing. Yeah, he's like, like mm-hmm. I don't know. I just felt like I needed to do it. I don't yeah, know why. Yeah, because in 60, the chapter 67, that's when Bass is like, are you gay? Because like, he yeah. knew he was gay. And Simon's just like, I don't know. Like, I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, yeah, he's. Like, I feel like most of me is like gay right now. But I think I like I'm both. But um, and he didn't know. Yeah. He knew. Yeah, and he's just, oh, yeah. Yeah, he's just like, I don't think I'm gay. I mean, maybe I am, at least partially, <laughs> the part of me that seems to be demanding the most attention right now, um, which is kind of how Simon talks the whole time. He's just, like, babbling mm-hmm. about stuff, and Baz makes fun of him at one point, and it's super funny. Um and, like, it's just written in the book as him, like, uh, mm, what, I mean, uh, what, uh, <laughs> s- stop right there. <laughs> and it's just, like, every interaction you have with Simon is basically, there's a little bit of that in all of them. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah. I think one of my favorite parts is the numpties part. The when they go when, back when to the numpties? No, oh. when they first meet the numpties. So when Baz is like Baz about gets it. kidnapped. Oh, yeah. And when Fiona <laughs> his uh his aunt his aunt picks him up. Him. Let me find my other favorite quote. <laughs> Fiona is a great character, and I really hope we get to see more of her. I know, I like in her. the sequel. She was She's awesome. I I love it so much. Yeah, other than the uh, green skin, red lips, handsome as a pop star. <laughs> like, handsome as a pop star. Handsome Goblin. as a pop star. Goblin. Uh, <laughs> Goblin. <laughs> now I want to listen to this as an audiobook. You you need to because the guy who reads it is just the funniest uh, human out there, just doing his best. Oh, here it is for the the numpties. Um, so numpties are these like like melted down looking like rock people who dress in like leftover garbage and they collect like warm water bottles and they like light and they like heat and they're just like they're gnomes really, that went wrong kind of they're really not that far <laughs> off from how i would describe myself <laughs> yeah like likes heat dresses in old garbage you know it's yeah. checking a lot of boxes Confuses here people as warm water bottles yeah yes. confusing people as warm water <laughs> bottles <laughs> um but yeah so numpties are just the like these like kind of like garbage creatures that are kind of dumb and I guess easily manipulated with like warm water bottles and Bass <laughs> has gotten kidnapped by them which is just embarrassing in general so like he really doesn't want to talk about it his aunt Fiona picks him up and like finds him um blasts all these numpties away and then she picks him up and she's just giving him shit for it the entire time um when it's time for she when she picks him up, she forces him to sit in the back oh, yeah, seat. Oh, yeah, the back seat. Because she's like, the back seat, uh, the front seat is for people who have never been kidnapped by bloody numpties. And then <laughs> later when she's taking him back to school because he insists on going back to school, um, she then again says, front seats for people who haven't been kidnapped by fucking numpties. <laughs> and again, the audiobook's all like British and stuff, and it's like, the front seats for people who haven't been kidnapped by fucking numpties. <laughs> <laughs> and just the emphasis on it is so funny. But I love that whole... This was, like, the one of the funniest parts in yeah, this book. Yeah, so funny. Yeah. The numpties. And they put him in and a just, coffin. Yes. And he's like... And, I, he's like, and I think oh. they thought they were helping me with that. <laughs> <laughs> they were trying to feed him blood, like, every yeah. other day with, like, a bendy straw. Yeah. <laughs> and they didn't realize he ate, like, normal food, too. Right. So he's, like, starving for three weeks. Yes. Oh, poor bass. Oh, yeah. They did not bring food. Most people don't realize that vampires need both. Most people... No, fuck all about vampires. <laughs> I know fuck all about vampires. It's not like I got an instruction pamphlet when I was bitten. Oh. Um, but yeah, he's talking about how the the numpties kept him in a coffin for six weeks and threw, so they threw in some blood, <laughs> a 32 uh, ounce plastic cup with a bendy straw. <laughs> 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 and then, uh, yeah, some of the spells they used on him, which I also thought were funny whenever he came when Fiona like picked him up she Mm -hmm. kept using early to bed and early to rise and get well soon on him (laughs) so just imagine like people saying that over and over pointing a wand at you (laughs) early to bed early to rise get well soon get well soon soon. (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh it's just all 
the Dumpties are really a great I love the Dumpties. monster. <laughs> I like them a lot. Yeah, they come back later and they they fuck some shit up again. So they're a good time. We love the Numpties. Yes, I like Team them. Numpties. Team, Team Numpties. Numpties. Would love to see more of the Numpties. Would love a fanfic of Numpties. <laughs> if you're out there and you're writing a Numpty fanfic, send us our email. Email us at Angsty Book Society Club Club, Club at gmail.com. Yes. Um, I have other things I wrote down, but I don't want to like hog the mic. Um, I just wanted to talk about the whole humdrum situation. Yeah, Lucy situation. Still kind of confused about some things. That's why I wanted a little bit more. A little bit like. I would have yeah. liked a little bit more about Davy, like the Madge. Like we got a little bit bits and pieces, but I'm like, I want to know why he did some of the things he did. Besides, they pretty much just making out to be. <coughs> he just went crazy, pretty much. Yeah. Because of the prophecies. I wondered about that too, because at first he was very like, um, I don't know, kind of like righteous, rebellious, like. I want to bring two worlds together that kind of this like racist side of like magicians aren't allowing yeah. to happen. And he just wanted two different worlds to come together. But then his like the way of him doing that. I don't know if it he got like so deep in it that he lost touch of Everything. the actual reason he was doing yeah. it. And that kind of made him go a little wild. Or if something else happened, because I was kind of the same way when they explained him, they were like, oh, he was like a little full of himself, but well, and like when he the, wanted the better of. Yeah. When the ending happened, it yeah. just happened so fast. I wanted him to maybe explain himself mm-hmm. a little bit because like, it's not like Simon, Simon knows yeah. what's up. And like the whole Lucy thing, like it drove me nuts the whole book <laughs> because I'm like, okay, she's trying to talk to Simon, you know, the whole yeah. time, and and, you, and you're like, this must be Simon's mom, and she's trying to yeah. reach him. Never, he's never gonna put it together. We put it together. Is well, he ever gonna fucking put it together? Simon's just not that smart. He's never gonna know any of this. No. The Magister, except for twenty years later, when the veil opens again, will she be strong enough to be like to tell him? Hey, and tell him this stuff. I'm wondering if the second book might go over it. And I wanted, yeah. um, what's his name? Eve's, Eve's brother. Oh, uh, da- Nick, uh, Nico not, Demas. Uh, Nicodemus. Nicodemus. I wanted Nikki. him. I thought Nikki. he was going to be in the end more. <laughs> he just, such a scumbag. <laughs> he, like, went to get Baz, and then they just, like, left him. Yeah. He didn't actually get to go to Watford, like, get invited no. to go to Watford and save his sister and all this stuff. Like, he just disappeared. Ugh. And I was like, I wanted more from him, because they made... Made it seem yeah. like we need, we're going to get a lot from him, and he just kind of... I just was so upset with he definitely Eb left me and more. how that happened, and I'm devastated by her because she... Right, that was heartbreaking. ...was one of my favorite characters, and they just killed her, and she saved Agatha, and... Nikki didn't even get to see her one last time because he was visiting her and that they part. just kept it a secret and that's her twin brother and it's like does he feel that she's not in the world I anymore? know like they I, w- I needed a little Ugh. more closure but yeah. like are we gonna get it in the next book are they gonna go into more things or do yeah. we just leave off with having questions about does Simon figure any Ugh. of this shit out 
I definitely felt she's still gonna have wings and a tail. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that wasn't one of the things I wrote as the thing that I loved was Simon <laughs> I, showing yeah, he up. He does because on the other cover he, does. he has wings and a tail. So. <laughs> if you read the epilogue, he talks about having they just his, keep hiding all it. hidden. Yeah, it's just yeah. But that was another thing I wrote down that I loved was Simon showing up looking like the freaking devil on Christmas yeah. morning <laughs> at Penny's house, <laughs> and her little sister is like, oh, yeah, "You're not so Father funny. Christmas." That's right. It's so good. And he's like, I was thinking about devils. Or I was thinking of dragons. And he was like, You look like the devil, not a dragon. They give him so much shit about this devil tail. It's so funny, though. This little skinny, leathery tail with this triangle point on it. He's like, I was thinking about dragons. And he's like, That's a devil tail. You got it wrong, Simon. You get done. Fucked up. Well, then I'm trying to figure out, like, <laughs> is Simon the chosen one or was someone else the chosen one? Like, he turned out to be the humdrum, but I'm yeah. thinking the wizard to destroy it all was not the humdrum. It yeah. was referring to the, the mag. So was Chi- Simon the chosen one or was it Penelope or was it Baz? One In that moment, was l- they all kind yeah. of, I don't know, it's. I just wanted clarification on the ending. I kept thinking it was going to be Eb. And yeah, I was hoping it was going to be she her was like, or Nikki. She was the next powerful one, so maybe Nikki. I was thinking, or Nikki. Like, I or thought Lucy. he was going to come in and or save Lucy. the freaking day. I definitely felt very similar to you, Aaron. I think that's why we both rated it a little, more of a 4 or 4.5. Mm-hmm. I think the end suffered a little. Not suffered. Maybe that's too strong a word. But I do think that the first person perspective limited the way that you could tell the big reveal and the big end to this story. Yeah. And I did have a little bit of a hard time wrapping my mind around exactly what was going on and exactly what it meant for all of the characters. Yeah. So I I definitely felt yeah. that like same. Like it didn't yeah. make me like it less or anything. I just, I still. You just have lots of questions. still had lots more. of questions when yeah. it was over. I'm like, <laughs> Maybe yeah. that's why she decided to make a second book because all these people are asking her questions for <gasps> four well, years. And she's like, okay, I'll make a sequel. And Hopefully. I'm wondering, because I need to read the prophecy again, but um, I'm wondering if, because you kind of brought up like maybe Simon not being the chosen one because he was also the one who was destroying everything. Yeah, but I mean. But is there. But the, ma- yeah. the mag created him like did that weird ritual yeah, to make so him born the way he was. I'm wondering. So, like, the Madge was also kind yeah. of a humdrum. But I'm also wondering if maybe, like, the prophecy wasn't about that at all, and it's about the actual conflict of, like, wizards and normals not being... Um, yeah, it had nothing to do... Nothing to do with, with each other. Situation. Yeah. And maybe that'll tie in later. Yeah. If it's, like, a no bigger... Idea. Yeah, thing, or if it was just that. Because it could just be as small as that. It's like he created a problem and he like solved it. Mm-hmm. And the chosen one is also the not chosen one. But. Ugh, yeah. Eb. She was my chosen one. I liked Eb <laughs> a lot. I was, she was hoping that Simon character. was going to like save her somehow. In also, there. she had a dream job. Yeah. Just taking goats. care of goats and stuff. Well, and she was the one who put everything in perspective of like. I, there's a point where Simon talks to her in the very beginning about like. Like, her having so much power. And they didn't realize how much power she did because she didn't flaunt it. But, like, yeah. she did certain things that, like, her house running on magic all day. Like, Simon was just, like, how to, like, like how much power does she have to keep, like, 
this entire like house going like fires running yeah move these goats around because she's the goat herder <laughs> she just takes care of the goats but um Which is- and she's like just because i like i have this power doesn't mean i want to become a fighter like she makes a reference about like I don't know. She references it to, like, some normal human activity, and she's like, oh, just because I'm good at, like, punching people doesn't mean I want to become a wrestler or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, she's very nice. Yeah. yeah, and then she gets, like, sacrificed in the end for having this power she didn't really care about. That's not fair. Well, and the mage, as far as I could understand, wasn't even successfully able to, like, no. harvest her power. I don't know a better word for it, but yeah. like, what the hell? He was he killed her in the name yeah. of trying to take her power yes. from her, right? Yeah. yeah. So, but like Simon interrupted it. Yeah. So he wasn't yeah. even able to mm-hmm. complete the to the ritual. And I don't. Did, was it just because the spell itself wouldn't work, or was it because he didn't have enough time? I think he got interrupted by Simon, and he didn't have oh, enough time. Simon and his freaking wings. Well, I mean, <coughs> he was trying to get that power to destroy Simon, wasn't he? Right. I don't know. No, they were just trying or he to was destroy just trying the humdrum. So, like the humdrum so is Simon. He yeah. found out that, you know, Simon could put his power into Baz. Yeah. So he wanted to use Simon to be the savior yeah. to get rid of the humdrum. He didn't know that that's the right, humdrum was Simon. Baz, the freaking genius that he is, Baz was the out. only one who knew what was going on. And I kind of, like, I think, I don't know if you guys did, but I kind of questioned because it was a younger version of Simon. I yeah, I never did. I kind of did a couple times. I just like before. I yeah. was like, is it gonna end up being Simon somehow? Like, just from some of the descriptions of it. But. I figured it was some like. I figured it was some form of Simon, but I didn't realize it was going to be like his outburst that left the humdrum as like a result. As like just an after effect, which I thought was cool. That was like mm-hmm. a cool twist that I didn't yeah. see coming. But um I thought it was just gonna be like some weird like part of him that got like left behind whenever they did that weird ritual or whatever he did with mm-hmm. Lucy. Um or, or I thought maybe uh, he was gonna have like a twin. Yeah, that didn't like grow up and yeah. got weird. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> got weird. The weird got twin. Weird. I didn't know what to ex- yeah. I liked yeah. this book because I didn't know what was going to happen. Like, or, there were some things I was yeah. guessing was going to happen, but most of it, I was just like, oh, that didn't yeah. go where I thought it was going to go. Yeah, I was I also wondering if the humdrum was the, like, for a moment, I was like, oh, is the humdrum what Davy and Lucy had and Simon's just yeah, something else? Yeah, and Simon's else. something else. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought, too. Yeah. This book is definitely, like, that car meme where it's, like, going down the highway, and then <laughs> like, the exit <laughs> sign, it's, like, where you think the book's going to go, and then the exit's, like, totally different direction, <laughs> and every Never time mind. is, like, yeah. taken, so it kind of takes you where you think it's going to, but then it, like, kind of subverts your expectations and, like... That's, I think, what makes it so much fun. It is, because, like, I love books like that where, like, I can guess a little bit, but not everything, Mm -hmm. and it surprises me. I personally had no inkling that Simon and the Humdrum were one and the same. I had, for sure, I was like, this is all the mage. Yeah. Like, he is, he's doing this. He's the reason the Humdrum has the face. He wants to kill Simon because he thinks that Simon's going to, like, spoil his plans like the mage is not who we think he is i kind of loved the end because the mage is not as smart as Mm-mm. i assumed he was he's not he's this, just like, a little manic yeah he's and he did like manic, manic things and he just did another manic thing yeah over he's and just over a crazy again. guy 
Yep. And people were following him. <laughs> yeah. And it was very relatable. But at the end, I was like, oh, he's just he's just a crazy dude. He's just a cult leader. Yeah. That's probably a good way. To, he's just like this charismatic yeah. leader. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had no idea. So the end was very fun for me. Well, I have this weird, I don't know if it's like a superpower or what, but I'm super yeah. observant it even when I'm reading. So, like, I could... Even when I'm reading. I, like always pick up on foreshadowing really easily yeah so i always start questioning things as i read it like this and is so. gonna come back yeah, yeah I'm like, usually and i good remember at weird things i remember i think i don't remember if it was heartless or a court of thorns and roses but i said something to you and you were like oh wow <laughs> <laughs> oh wow <laughs> i was like i oh it was the end when i finished the court of thorns and roses because i was like what does this mean? What does this mean? Where's the eye? And why did Reese look at her that way? And you were like, wow, you're really like an acute reader. Yeah, so you shouldn't be. <laughs> Stop thinking about that. Yeah, I was like, Stop. Okay. Why did he open his eye so wide and disappear real fast? Yeah, I was like, what does that mean? Why'd that happen? Yeah. It's Is like, that going to be in the next that book? That was weird. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think I'm definitely like a, 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 a focused reader, but I think I tend to latch onto the wrong things. And I think Erin can probably attest to this better than everyone because I spent many years of my life sharing theories for pretty little liars with her. And they were always, always so wrong. wrong. So wrong. I'm just a or suspicious just reader. In, uh, just in A Court of Thorns Roses again, and it's referring to that episode when you forgot Corey's lots like, of things. Oh, they were, I thought they were banging the whole time. And we were I like, book no, two. they just kissed this one time. And then they Look. banged that one time, and yeah. then they dropped all this important information, and you somehow forgot <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then you did it again in Mist and Fury. Yeah, this or is Wings and Ruin. No, Mist To be and fair, yeah. that's why I read the books much closer to our actual recording date now because I've learned that I need, yeah, we need I to needed to be fresh. When we get before we do the podcast. Yeah. yeah, I just like latch on to like things that don't matter as much that I'm like, oh, the author totally put that that in there on, on purpose. <laughs> latch on to and I'm like, things. this is going to be the end. The book's going to end with fire because the author said fire on page 36. Or, this isn't a bad this isn't a bad thing, but in the episode that you guys will never hear about Gilded Wolves. Yeah. Um when Corey, you just kept talking about um oh, I forgot his name. Severin? No. Hypnos. You just kept talking about Hypnos' outfits. Like you were like, Oh, I loved how they described his outfit, oh, all this stuff. Outfits, and like I'm like deep talking about like everything else in there and every time you jumped in it was something about his clothes <laughs> I, I was like okay that's what she got out of that chapter that's not what i got out of that chapter I like struggle I, I struggled so hard with that book because i wanted that france i wanted to feel the france and i think hypnosis outfits were as close as we got to actually feeling like we were in 1880s france I'm dead. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah i didn't even think about that until you were just talking about Latching on to not important things. And I was like, yep, clothing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just suspicious. Well, I'm just guessing things. That's why. That's why you're a Slytherin and I'm the Ravenclaw and you're the Hufflepuff because you're the one who realizes what actually matters. I'm the one looking at all of the things that no one else is looking at. (laughs) And you're the one looking at everything as if it's going to be a problem. Everything's a problem. Pretty much. (laughs) Oh, I also, uh, I don't know if either of you wondered if, like, uh, because of Court of Thorns and Roses, if the humdrum just appeared to Simon Penny as Simon. 
Yeah. But to other people, that's something right. else. Right. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> like, I was wondering yeah, if he was going to be, like, harbor. some, like, ship shape. Oh. Can't talk. Shape shifter. <laughs> some shape werewolf. Ship shifter. <laughs> ship shifter. <laughs> some shape shifter. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I was thinking, I was hoping that the humdrum was going to be this huge evil villain with just a stupid name. And I... then he just kept not coming <laughs> up. And then I was like, this is. Yeah, be the totally not what I'm expecting. Happened like three times. Yeah, and everybody's like, "Oh, the humdrum," and it's like, he's he's not coming around, you guys. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't think Why he's a danger. So <laughs> like, I definitely thought he was going to turn out to be some kind of monster, mostly because on the cover of the book, there's yeah. a monster, which is yeah. probably a reference to the dragon that they fight yes. at one point in the story. But that I was kind of not want to kill because yeah, oh yeah, that is the dragon. Yeah. But um, a little dragon on before the side I too. met the yeah. dragon, I was like, oh, maybe the humdrum turns out to be a dragon. Yeah. Anything else about the book? Um, just no? how do you guys feel about the the epilogue in the end? Like I when they move. So like, is that a good or is yes, that a bad? That's a great. Oh, no, yeah. I like it. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Simon and Baz mm. were like, let's not live together for a little while. Yes. And like Penny got her way. I'm she glad got they got the to flat. Yeah. But like. I'm glad Penny and Simon still got to I do mean, their thing. I know she says she was not like in love with Simon and stuff. Yeah. And, like, but she never she talks about Micah a little bit, but not a lot. I wonder about and that so, relationship. And so like I don't know. It gets to a point where you're like, "Micah who?" Yeah, or she's like, "Oh, when I when he engage, it, like asked me to marry him, blah blah, when we get engaged, he like she talks about that, but she doesn't yeah. talk about him a lot. She's always thinking and talking about Simon. Well, and, okay, so... And now, she's like, we're just gonna run away. I just have to save him. We'll go get a flat. Or we'll oh. just run away. We'll get anywhere. Me and Simon. Yeah. Me and Simon. So, the whole time, I was also thinking, she was gonna be in love with Simon, and then there was gonna like be, like, triangle? a huge love triangle. Yeah. Like, a oh, square, because Agatha's in there, <laughs> the too. Like, like a, I don't she'll know come what back. kind of... She's just trying to get out, though. <coughs> yeah. Maybe I mean, she'll meet Micah in America. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh. And then it'll be a love, uh... A house like shape. A, oh, like a swap. Like a wife swap. Yeah. No. But I was happy to see where it goes. Yeah. I was, um, in that, I think it's the third or fourth chapter. There's a moment where Simon, like, Penny comes into their dorm. And then he says something about her legs. And I was like, wait, does Simon like Penny? Yeah, I thought that in the beginning, too. And I then like, I was like, does Penny like Simon? And then that all stopped. And I was like, but... You bring it up again, and I'm like, maybe Penny does like Simon. Yeah. So I think the thing that, like, for me, that makes mm. me feel like Simon is not interested in Penny at all is... I don't think he Penny's is. Penny's literally... It's just that point in the Yeah. Thing. Yeah, it was like, he's just a boy, so yeah. I, sh- I think that's all. Yeah. But Penny, I don't know. I don't know. Gotta meet Micah. Gotta meet yeah, him. I don't know. But then in the end, like, when she sees, like, Baz <coughs> and Simon together, she says, like, oh, now it all makes sense. Yeah. And they still get their flat together. I think she's cool with but it. She she better yeah. be. Yeah. I mean, she is. I'm, I'm very excited about them to live together. I think they're going to be, like, the best of friends. I think they're going to have a fun time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're going to drink weird coffee together. <laughs> yeah. Have, Super cute. The epilogue it. was really sweet. Usually, I uh, can sometimes be guilty of skimming epilogues. Corey. I know. I'm a bad person. That's um, the end of the book. It's an, The end of the book is where the book ends. The epilogue is after the, the end. The epilogue has become like 
the like quote unquote encore of a band. An, it's like it's yeah, already if planned. There's not an epilogue. I'm usually confused. I'm like, well, wait, what? I wanted yeah. more closure. Some I just sometimes I don't go super in depth with an epilogue, especially if I don't connect with the book or the story I'm reading as much. But this one, this was such a well done epilogue, and it wasn't like. It didn't feel forced. It felt supernatural. And it was like kind of uh, some of the relationship oriented questions that you wanted answered about the the characters anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like the dance was really, yeah, really the dance sweet. Was cute. And that's where you actually get the quote that I kept seeing everywhere. Um, that's on the actual inside cover. You were the sun and I was crashing into you. I know. Oh, oh so sweet. My heart. <laughs> Um, so I definitely enjoyed this epilogue a lot. I think yeah, they just made you feel things. Yeah. And also Penny adopting the dog that Baz or Agatha. Agatha. Hold on. Oh, I got that all mixed up. The Cavalier King's Charles. Yes. I was going to no say something about that. No one adopted this dog. <laughs> no, they, they stole, stole this <laughs> they dog. They stole that dog. And then she just took it to another it country. country. <laughs> I, that whole scene was just ruining me. That I, was the funniest. I have it flagged. It's yeah. so funny. The Penelope charms this dog and is yelling at Baz to this dog. So Baz <laughs> steals the dog. From this owner who's freaking out. Obviously, yeah. that's what needs to be done. And then the poor dog ends up like moving to California. This which is cross-eyed. And she's like, <laughs> it reminds me of Lucy. I'll name her Lucy. Yeah. <laughs> so that... Gives me hope, though. Like, Agatha holding on to this Davy and Lucy photo. Yeah. Because she has no idea who they I are. I think she's going to dig into it. So, yeah, I think they're going to find finding the answers and stuff. So Yeah. And then maybe Simon will have this realization that he's the rosebud baby boy. Oh, maybe. Simon yeah. Will maybe. Wake up one Everyone day. else will figure out things around Simon, pretty much. Like, Bass <laughs> figured out yeah. what the humdrum really was. And the mage, and then Agatha is going to figure out who his mom and dad are. Mm-hmm. And maybe Simon will still not know. No. But Agatha will, will figure it out. Yeah, um, know. Uh, talking about this is like, oh, maybe th- was this, maybe this was a five star read? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I'm going to hold on to my fives. I'll give out fours. Hand them Like five. candy. You get but four. You get fives, four. Fives, it really has to, I have. Keep me up at night. Has to have me thinking about it when I'm at work <laughs> all day. Like, I mean, after Heartless, I was in a depressive state for like it was over a week. Yeah, I just could not stop thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> just like all the time. Yeah. Constantly, and like, so I hold it up to just that, and like a court of thorns and roses. Like, if I don't feel like that at the end of a book, yeah, then it's not. You just want tragedy. It can have a four if I loved you. everything else about it, but yeah, if it's not. If it didn't take a piece of me with it. Yeah. Uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, I, was, uh, I was just going to say a five for me is like if it had like nice character development and I enjoyed it and I laughed and I cried maybe and just depending on what the feel of the book is. But if I would like recommend it to people and read it again. I think that's, that's a five, like a for, five me for me as well. Yeah. Would I would I give it to it? Would I give a recommendation to a friend? Mm. Any friend, like, or would yeah. I would I want to read it again? And read it again is like read it because you enjoyed it, not read it because you're like I feel like I should read this again to understand something. It's just like I would read it again because I really enjoyed reading it, really like Harry Potter, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. for the entertainment. Yeah. 
Speaking or of heartless which, one day when oh. our hearts aren't broken anymore. Yeah, I don't know if I can ever <clears throat> go back. I think I might. I just need to feel that way again. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's one that we can all buddy read. That yeah. way when we get sad, we can have someone yeah. to text. Just you know remember when this happened we don't know (laughs) aaron's not ready that's okay you don't have to be yeah um have you guys been reading any other any other good books lately um scarlet yeah after waiting for nine how's it going for the audiobook any any the audiobook have you read cinder yeah, I okay. read Cinder right away. You just, I, I remember like you mentioning something about Cinder yeah, and I like Cinder, Scarlet. And so I immediately put Scarlet and all the other ones, <laughs> like, on hold. Yeah. Um, ebook or audiobook. <coughs> and I couldn't find them anywhere. They And they're not even at the library, like, except for, like, faraway libraries that yeah. are out of my way to go to. So I've just been waiting. And finally, one came Sweet. through. Also, in the middle of two other series. Yes. <laughs> the Raven Cycle uh, and so good. Um, the Shadow and Bow Grishaverse that I can read Pain of Scars. Yeah. Finish that guy. What are you reading? What am I reading? Yeah. Um, other, well, my April TBR, I'm trying to like actually go through a TBR list this month. And so far, it's actually been really good. Um, I j- finished Carry On, obviously. Yes. Uh, go me. I'm trying to finish the original Grishaverse trilogy as well. I've started mm-hmm. Ruin and Rising. Okay. Um, so far, so good with that one. The second book didn't, like, wow me as much as the first one, but it had very strong uh, beginning and end, so I think it's, like, kind of, like, a really, you know, it's a middle book. It's mm-hmm. easing you out of one part of the series yeah. and into the next one because I, I, too, would like to read King of Scars someday. Um. Oh, and the one I'm really excited about yes. right now. I can't even believe I forgot for a moment about it. I've been reading the Truly Devious series by Maureen yeah. Johnson, which is a contemporary mystery that takes place at a school. And without getting too much into detail, I've probably read both of the two books in like a seventy or a seventy-two hour period, like wow. total. Yeah. Uh, I could not stop myself. And I, you said the second one was better than the first the one, The second too, one was a better than the first one. Which is very one. motivating yeah. to get I, through the first one. It was a lot of fun, so. Yeah. You know. It's like true crime and mystery. Plus, it's like a, a boarding school. I love boarding <laughs> school stories. I do, why too. I like Carry right, On. Literally, yeah, Carry On. <laughs> so I love that. Oh, my God, everything that I wanted. Take me to boarding school. I tried yeah. to go as a, a young human. Never going to happen. No. I know. I would show mom and I'd be like, was it this boarding school? You could send me here. <laughs> send me away, please. Yeah, I wanted to go to... Oh, I would show mom like all these boarding schools. She wouldn't even let us go to summer camp. I know. They kind of thought about it, though. I showed her a really nice one. She's like, we'll think about it. And then I tried to make her... So I, I tried to, to get them to let me go to diabetes camp. Ugh. It was like a camp where like all these diabetic kids would go and like meet like, ju- other people with diabetes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get juiced. <laughs> uh, so, what about you? What are your your current reads? I'm currently reading. Uh, I'm rereading Artemis Fowl. Beautiful story. So good. It it's even more amazing the second time as an uh, as an adult as almost a thirty year old human. Um, yeah, and I was talking to Corey about it the other night where. Uh, they cover some dark uh, subject matter in there. I'm so surprised now that it's uh, it's kind of like YA <laughs> realm, yeah, um, for younger people. But um, because they do cover some like heavy, heavy subjects, but uh, it's so good. Um, it's still it's still just as funny and clever. Um, 
So I'm reading that. And then um, To All the Boys I Loved Before, because I wanted a contemporary to kind of, like, balance out all the science fiction I've been reading. And cleanse the palate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, like, I've gotten it. It's kind of to the point where I was reading... Uh, Artemis Fowl does have fairies in it, but they're different. I don't consider them the same. But, like, a lot of the, like, science fiction I've been reading currently has a lot of, like, fairies and things like that. And I was just kind of getting, like, I was comparing them too much to, like, um, Throne of Glass and things where I've yeah. really set, like, a, like, a, an idea of how I see them currently. Um, like when you read like uh charlene harris in the suki stackhouse series it's like that's how i see vampires now and when i read other vampire books i'm just like uh <laughs> and you just got to get out of that for a little bit so um yeah reading reading that jenny han and then uh i feel like i was reading something else but who knows who knows what the other book was <laughs> the tbr pile never ends oh i'm reading uh tower of dawn the Book? You are crushing this yeah. series. So I'm not crushing Tower of Dawn though, because that's no. all in the perspective so far. Seventh book. A seventh book, Kale. Um, because that that I kind of like smashed all those together in like a <laughs> week or two. Um, so I crushed those. Um, I love it so much. I'm having such a good time with it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna push through Tower of Dawn, but I took a break and started reading um to all the boys I loved before and Artemis Fowl. Artemis Fowl is my audiobook since I've already read it and I have the physical book, so I might just, again, flip-flop back and forth. But that's, like, my car time book and my cleaning house book. And then uh, Jenny's my, like, hard sit hard down. read, sit yeah. down, enjoy, because, um, yeah, it's just a nice, fun, easy read. And I want all the best things for her. And then Tower Dawn, I'm going to get super emotional and sad because then I have one more book and that series is over for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much. You didn't wait for us, so that's your fault. Yeah, I didn't. You so have to own that mistake. I will when you guys get or not going, mistake, but I will. I will get um some heavy feelings. I just again know, you like guys. you, it's just gonna take over. So I'm trying to get through some of the yes, others. It, it is. I want yeah, to yeah, finish yeah. before I dive into it that. It is one. so hard not to talk to anybody about. It. <laughs> I'm still waiting for you guys to read the cruel things. I will. Speaking I will. That's next because. Uh, I started the first chapter of that. Oh, oh, exciting! Yeah, um, we we left our our choose jar at your house. Oh God! But do we want to? Well, there was like three books. They all start with a C. <laughs> that you, we all. What were the? I read them all. It was Caravel and yeah. Cinder. Oh, okay. Like the, we were up in the air about you guys reading those, and so I read this I one. I thought it was Cruel Prince and Caravel. And sin- you guys brought in Cinder too. Oh, yeah. Did so we? like it okay. was uh-huh. the three of those. I thought maybe it was going to be the next one. I wanted it to be Caraval because finale is coming out. Yeah. But I have. Uh, it can be whatever. Yeah. Because I think we're uh, releasing it in the end. But Caraval or uh, Cruel Prince would be good. Do we want to use like a randomizer in our phones? Yeah. Let's All do right. That. Um, so we'll do one through... You put Cinder in there, too. I mean, I haven't read Cinder. It's you easier. guys have, so... I mean, I've read all three of those books, so that gives me time to yeah. catch up on other things while and you two read. That way, like, Corey got to read Heartless and Six of Crows before us. And Roses and Six of Crows. And A Court of Thorns and Roses. You got to read Carry On first. Yeah. I get to read yes. one of these three you, first. You get one now. Okay, yeah. so Aaron, I'm going to let you ch- choose two. And then I'm gonna put it in a random number generator with a max of um, eighty, and if or a hundred, I'll do a hundred. 
And if it's an odd number, it'll be one book. And if it's an even number, it'll be a different book. Does that sound fair? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, pick the two you want to talk the most about. All right. So what's going to be your even book? Cruel Prince. And your odd book? Caraval. Okay. Cool. All right. So Cruel Prince is even. Caraval is odd. Generating the number is 100. So that is an even number. Cruel Prince. We're reading the Cruel Hell Prince. Yeah. Now, having I'm gotten the result, waiting. how do you feel? Excited? excited. I've been okay. Okay. Like, I like Caraval, lit up. but um. I have not. I have been. <laughs> it didn't give me. Aaron's the feels. been needing to talk like, about. Okay, Caraval is kind of more like Carry On. Like I had the feels and questions and so many yes. things. Like, oh my god, you guys need to read it. But the Cruel Prince is. ending of that, and especially the ending of the Wicked King, just had me dead i needed to okay. speak to someone and you two just would not i'm read very them. excited because this will solve my emotions for a throne of glass i can't share with way, anyone but there's oh you just there's so much uh, emotion okay that i'm ready i'm, ready. I'm, I'm will very excited so that i can get to throne of glass for you i'm super excited i've actually owned the cool yeah, you bought it first. for several months now oh yeah i also have it it's been <laughs> sitting on my shelf i read it the night of your wedding i started it really yeah. Oh, wow. It's beautiful. The book itself is gorgeous, and that's why I picked it up, and it sounds... I listened to them. Yeah? Actually. Well, yeah. We keep I... covering a lot of books that I listened to, but I've yeah. read books, I swear. <laughs> I, I read, read this one. <laughs> I, I swear I read it. Uh, well, I am excited. <laughs> yeah, cool I'm super prints. pumped. I've been wanting to read it, so I'm glad that one got chosen. Yeah, it was I'm apparently excited. like... Because I started Caravelle, and it started out okay. It's just a little slow, but like Cruel yeah. Prince, I was like, I need to know more. Yeah, Caravelle was a little slow in the beginning, but... It gets I still want to know. Yeah. That one sounds like it's super just, cool. It's but different than what... Yeah. It's different than others, where Cruel Prince is going to take you back into that fae fairy uh, realm. I, I'm ready to go back. Can't but wait. It's but it, but it's <laughs> Where's my passport? Yeah. It's different, yeah. So, Simon and Baz, what would their name be oh like their couple name yeah <laughs> and would it be his well it would be Baz because they they refer to him it would have Baz. to be either Bazon Saz or Saz Saz or like Bazon Bimon 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 or it could be that could have so many meanings Bimon Bayman. <laughs> it doesn't help because Simon has two S names. Simon Snow. Basman, I like. Basman. 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 That might be that might be I like it. Saz. Is Baz. there already Saz. a couple name? Let us know. Tweet us or whatever. Let us know if there's already a couple name. Saz. Saz or Basman. Saz or Basman. Email <laughs> us at <laughs> angstybookclub at gmail.com. Let us know or visit us at Angsty Book Society on Instagram. And vote. We'll put up a poll. <laughs> <laughs> Will we, though? <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining Maybe. us with um, our little uh, talk about for Carry On by Rainbow yeah. Rowell. Thanks, guys, for reading this. I'm so happy I, we got to talk about it and I got to talk about it. <laughs> you are welcome. And Thanks. if you haven't read this book and you just listened to this whole episode, I'm really sorry, but you should still go read it. That's your fault. <laughs> it's yeah. so good. But it, yeah, it won't change how amazing it is. And then go read Fangirl. It's so good. I love Rainbow Rowell. You're my life now. She's killing it. You are my Thank life you, Rainbow now. Rowell. Rainbow Rowell, you're my life. You're listening. <laughs> Eleanor and Park is also amazing. <laughs> uh, 
the cute little Asian boys in Eleanor and Park. So, yeah. Rainbow Rowell. Killing it. Killing it. Thanks, guys. It's been real. Thank you so much. Bye. 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 Hey, this is Corey, Kirsty, and Erin from the Angsty Book Society. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Angsty Book Society and on Twitter at Angsty Book Club to make sure you're keeping up with whatever the latest book of the month is. Happy reading. Happy reading. Happy reading.